We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. And this is from Voltaire. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia and today's theme is the gift of appreciation. And I'm Jovan Hundle. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you too can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Please donate today at bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no fees. Alrighty, so today we'll be starting the show with a reading of The Gift of Appreciation, which is a chapter uh, that was penned by Joven himself for Be The Star You Are's uh, (laughs) newest book, Be The Star You Are for Millennials, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. Here we go. So this is The Gift of Appreciation by Joven Hundel. I consider myself extremely lucky, lucky and privileged to be growing up in America and having a strong support system. Without the hard work of others, however, I would not be in a position to make such a claim. I am thankful to be able to write this chapter and share my story of appreciation. When my grandparents immigrated to America in the early 1970s, they were only able to do so through a new immigration policy that America had adopted just a few years earlier in 1968. They were forced to leave their only child, at the time, my mother, for over a year in India. My grandparents recognized the daunting task ahead of them. They were moving to a brand new country with a mere $8 in savings. My grandpa worked as a geography teacher in India, but was unable to teach in America due to the lack of teaching opportunities and his unfamiliarity with the content taught in this new country. They had distant relatives who graciously aided them in San Francisco in the beginning, but something just wasn't right. Because of rising living costs and just not being able to click with anything there, they had to relocate. Luckily, they were able to find an affordable rental in the Central Valley where they would soon make their home. To support their family, my grandpa took a job at Procter & Gamble and farmed land. My grandma worked as a domestic servant and at a local cannery. At the same time, both helped raise a family that would swell to four children over the next decade. One of my grandma's sisters immigrated a few years later and moved in next door. She unexpectedly became a widow before she was 35. Filled with grief, she relied on our sick faith 
uh, and our family to help her cope. My grandparents took an active role in raising my two aunts, a kindness I greatly admire. My grandma firmly believes in karma. She trusts that God is going to reward those who deserve it. Their benevolence and hard work have certainly resulted in positive karma. They, will, they were able to purchase their own home where they still live happily to this day. They were able to buy a small plot of land where my grandpa farms and takes his dog on daily walks. Most importantly, their four children and seven, soon eight, grandchildren are happy and healthy. Through stories of their experiences, my grandparents have instilled in me many fundamental values. If you look up the dictionary definition of dedication, you may just see a smiling picture of them. Mm -hmm. Though they are both in their 70s, they still work industriously. My grandpa works in the fields, and my grandma works in a cannery with her sisters. After being exposed to the worth ethic of my grandparents, I can definitively state that I feel equipped with the proper tools to succeed in life. The next test is to see if I can deliver on these gifts. Most millennials can attribute much of what we have today to the unrelenting efforts of our elders and those generations who came before us. It's not just millennials, though. Because of the generosity, gifts, and opportunities bestowed upon them from others, my grandparents were in a position to help their family. The same appreciation can be applied to their forefathers and their forefathers before them. My sincerest appreciation goes to my grandparents for helping me become the individual I am today. Pass the karma forward. All right, and we have an activity uh, titled With Appreciation. Write a handwritten thank you note to someone who has helped you accomplish a goal. Tell the person how they inspired you and what it meant to you. Show your sincerest appreciation, post it with gratitude in your heart, and then help someone else succeed. Best way to appreciate everything others have done for you is to continue to use their gifts. Pass it on. We have a quote from Mother Teresa. There is more hunger in the world for love and appreciation than for bread. All right. Well, that was absolutely a brilliant chapter, Joven. Um, I, I really loved hearing about the story of your grandparents' immigration uh, to America. Um, I, I'd just like to ask, you know, um, in penning this chapter for the new Be the Star You Art book uh, for millennials, uh, were you actively, you know, thinking about how, how much your grandparents' journey means to you? Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm incredibly grateful for everything I have today and everything, you know, working towards me, whether it's a support system, whether it's um, growing up the place I am, whether it's getting an education. You know, um, my, my dad, who immigrated to the United States about 20 years later, and, you know, my grandparents to this chapter is about, if you compare what they had growing up to what I had growing up, you know, there's a stark difference. And it's just, mm -hmm. you know, so amazing to me that I'm able to grow up with the opportunities I'm able to grow up with. Yeah, absolutely. And I can definitely relate. I think um, I... I discuss with my dad sometimes about yeah his life uh, and his childhood, and I talk with my mom as well. And they, it was the same thing for them. They they immigrated over around twenty years ago, and it's, it's just amazing to see how far you know your parents have come and your grandparents have come, and how their journey has shaped yours and where you are. And I definitely. I see that, and I absolutely see where you're coming from. Uh, I think one thing that is very, very inspirational about the American culture is the fact that it's made up of all of these 
different cultures from around the world because America is this nation of immigrants. Sometimes, you know, we forget about that. We, uh, are, you know, our immigration policy tends to shift with each uh, presidential administration. But um, America is unique in its diversity. And we have all of these different individuals coming from different backgrounds who've come together and created this nation, uh, you know, built it from the, the ground up. Um, and so we definitely see this immigrant culture shaping essentially everybody <laughs> everybody oh, here yeah so, and you know it's just remarkable to see then because how you're talking about you know america is like all this amazing blend of all these different cultures you know if you go to a place like new york city and you see chinatown you see little italy mm-hmm. but then these people are all americans at heart and it's just so heartwarming to realize that you know just title of being American, that doesn't mean that you were necessarily born here, that doesn't mean anything like that, that just means you espouse the ideals and values of being American. You know, freedom, liberty, hard work, all diversity, of course, all those things that make America great, that's what makes you an American if you espouse those ideals as well. Absolutely. And yeah, that's exactly it. You know, you don't have to be born here. You can embrace a sort of dual culture as an American, which is really neat. Uh, I think where you can you can keep you can retain uh, the, your background and what makes you who you are culturally, and then you can definitely also embrace these, uh, you know, these quintessentially American values: independence, uh, you know, liberty, equality. Exactly what you said, Joven, um, and self-determination, all of that. And I think uh, nowadays, with an increasingly kind of, you know, globalized world, we see that in a lot of different countries, and. Maybe Great Britain is a pretty good example, I think, uh, where, you know, there are more people from different cultures coming in to the country and they've shaped England and they've shaped Britain and changed it as well, uh, where the I think the most popular food in, in Great Britain is curry, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is this really interesting blend of cultures. Uh, and so, Joven, uh, shifting the conversation back onto your chapter and uh, appreciation within your life, uh, you know, besides being an American and, um, you know, having this foundation that your grandparents built, what are you appreciative of? Uh, what are you thankful for? Well, I guess I'm also just very appreciative of, you know, the time that I, me and you both live in. Because, you know, society is always improving. Obviously, we have a whole boatload of problems that we need to deal with. But society is better than it was five years, or was better than it was 50 years ago, was better than it was 500 years ago. Society is always improving. And it's amazing to just see the fruits of that labor. So it's not just, you know, my grandparents that I need to be thankful for. It's not just your parents that you need to be thankful for. It's really everybody who's come before us that we need to be thankful for. Absolutely. I definitely agree with you there. Uh, I think 
Yeah, just maybe even a, a decade or two ago, um, there was there was less openness about certain subjects that uh, are more freely discussed now. And I think especially with the recent trends in social media, globalization, uh, the internet, <laughs> the creation of the internet, we've seen information being spread about at a much quicker pace and we've seen an acceptance of different ideals. And I think that's amazing and I definitely agree with you that we should appreciate that. Well, thank you so much, Jovan, for your inspiring thoughts and your wonderful chapter on appreciation. Listeners, be sure to support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. I'm Brigitte Chia. And I'm Jovan Hundle. Be The Star You Are founder and Express Yourself producer Cynthia Bryan has just authored a brand new book, Growing With The Goddess Gardener. It's now available at www.cynthiabryan.com slash online store with a hyphen between online and store. And 25% of proceeds benefit Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself. Watch your fun and informative videos as well at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Keep listening to our refreshing discussion on the gift of appreciation. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Jovan Hundle, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, which is brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. Today, we're going to be continuing an invigorating conversation about the gift of appreciation. And I'm Brigitte Chia. On the show today, we've got an amazing guest with us, CEO and co-founder of Fit Bottomed World, Jennifer Walters. Jennifer is the co-author of the Fit Bottomed Girls Anti-Diet, co-host of the Fit Bottomed Girls podcast, and editor-in-chief at Fit Bottomed Girls, Fit Bottomed Mamas, and Fit Bottomed Zen. She has several fitness credentials under her belt. Uh, She's an ACE-certified personal trainer and health coach, and was named as one of the top 100 influencers in health and fitness by Greatest uh, Magazine in 2016 and 2017. Jen has a journalism degree from the University of Missouri and a master's degree in health journalism from the University of Minnesota. She's written for numerous online publications, including Shape Magazine, The Huffington Post, and Spark People. 
in her free time, Jennifer can be found doing HIIT workouts with her husband, making a mean green smoothie, running laps around the neighborhood with her daughter, and standing on her soapbox to advocate body positivity and snuggling with her puppy. With that, let's give Jennifer a warm welcome onto Express Yourself. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. We're excited to talk with you about, you know, body positivity, always a great subject and, you know, your fitness programs and your work uh, with getting people fit. Um, So I will jump right in with a few questions. Uh, First one is, you know, can you tell us (laughs) in a nutshell what exactly Fit Bottom Girl is? Yeah, so Fit Bottom Girls is really kind of like, it's it's my life's work, to be honest. Um, when I was younger, I had gone through some of my own just struggles with weight and really loving myself and accepting myself. Um, and I took kind of all of that experience and overcoming all of that stuff and learning that I was more than a number on a scale and I was more than, you know, what I, what I looked like. There was a deeper part of me that was more important. Um, once I got in touch with that, I... Decided to create a online plat- platform for women and girls in 2008, named FitBottomGirls.com. It's just started out as a blog and has since grown into all those things you mentioned in um, my bio. Um, but just to really just have a safe place that women could go to that was just like, hey, you're more than than the number on the scale. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to feel good. And here are all the resources and different ways that you can do that. And that's Fit Bottom Girls. That's how it started. You know, that's great to hear. And so kind of taking it back to when you first started your site then. So you started in 2008 and, you know, ever since, you guys are known as, you know, one of the pioneers in the positive body image movement. So can you tell us, you know, how you've seen the online world and that whole marketplace kind of change since you started in regards to your mission? Oh, my gosh. It has been so cool to see the – I mean, it really has been, like, legit awesome. So, in 2008, pretty much if you wanted to get – it's, it's like, so long ago. It's so weird to think about. If you wanted to get fitness information or health information, you know, there were a few websites around, a few blogs, but not that many. And most of the information you would get would be from, like, magazines or TV. And almost everything that was in that place – Um, And that kind of mainstream media area was extremely, um, I mean, good information, like good workouts, good health tips, good nutrition tips. But it was all kind of with this undercurrent of you'll be a much better person if you lose 10 pounds or you will get the life of your dreams if you lose 20 pounds and fit in this size and then everything will be magically better. Um, No one was saying hey, you should do this for other reasons <laughs> and that you're, you're actually okay as you are, but if you don't feel awesome, well, then let's have other ways to make you feel awesome. So we were kind of part of that um, original crew that was online and now there's like so many different blogs and so many different res- resources and websites and um, a lot of the magazines now, you know, you don't just see the perfect, like, Fitzbo-looking um, models on the cover. You're seeing more, you know, real, quote-unquote, real women, edge, you know, images. Um, yeah, yeah. It, images of women at all different sizes and shapes and backgrounds. And it's it, that's been the coolest thing is to, you know, what we started out saying was, like, really unique. And now what we say is, you know, people are kind of like, well, 
yeah, duh, you can't hit yourself healthy. Like, <laughs> duh, everyone knows that, you know. So it's 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 really cool to see. There's still a lot of work to be done, obviously, um, but it's it's been it's been great. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, <laughs> um, now that it, it's common knowledge, because I think you guys made it common knowledge. You guys definitely played a large role in making kind of this, you know, body positivity more prevalent, more mainstream. And I think that's, that's awesome. You know, as a, as a, as a 17 year old girl, I'm a, I'm a senior now. And I, and I think all of my friends too, we've all, you know, had issues with our weight. We've all seen those magazines and been pressured by them. And so I think it's, I think it's great that we're working towards, you know, a different viewpoint, a different perspective on how people should look. Yeah. Cause that stuff, that stuff that you see gets in your head. Like, even if you don't, don't think about it. You're like, oh no, those images don't affect me. Like studies have shown that even just, you know, you seeing advertisements on like billboards or just mm-hmm. flipping through something or just like while you're scrolling through TV or something or on your phone, that does actually have an impact on your mood and how you feel about yourself. Because we as human beings, we constantly are kind of like comparing ourselves to, mm-hmm. am I, how, how do I stack up to that person, that expectation? And I think especially when you're, you know, in, in that part of your life, you're, you're kind of trying to figure out like, okay, where do I, where do I fit into this big world? And mm-hmm. I think it's super natural to do. So the more you can just be aware of your media and what you're looking at as much as possible, the better. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I actually have a, a question about this, about kind of the, the weight loss process as well. Um, there's, there's been, I think calorie counting has always circled around as like this, this way to lose weight. That's just watching exactly what you eat and counting, counting everything. And, you know, I've heard the pros and cons and I've heard that it is bad for your mental state. And then I've also heard that maybe you should count calories. You know, what is your viewpoint on that? Is it negative to our you know, to our mental state? Should we do it? Should we not do it? That is a great question. So first of all, I think just like any sort of information um, or any kind of number you get when you're looking at your health, it's just one small piece of the entire puzzle. So when it comes to calories, I think it is helpful to know like what's in my food, how much energy is in my food, how active am I, and how can those two things kind of balance out? But Beyond that, I know that for me personally, when I was younger, starting being interested in that wasn't just an interest. It very quickly became an obsession Mm -hmm. and it very quickly started taking up a lot of my mental energy, like energy that should have been used to doing many other better things in the world than obsessing (laughs) about how many calories I was eating. You know what I mean? Like it really kind of started to like take my life and even like my Mm -hmm. life's purpose away from me. Um, And I actually had to reach a pretty low point in order for me to, to fully understand and realize that. But that's where I think things get dicey. And beyond that, so even if, you know, you you can not become obsessed with those numbers and it takes up all of your, your energy and time, even it, it doesn't work. I mean, that's like the worst thing. This makes it doubly bad, you know? Um, so not only is it a waste of time, but it really just, it doesn't, it doesn't work because if, if you sit around and I could talk about this for, for forever, um, but there, your body is complicated. It 
it is not just about calories in, calories out. Anyone who has, you know, tracked their stuff like so minute, minutely will tell you like it doesn't always equate 300 you know, 3,000 <laughs> calories does not always mean a pound lost. It's much more complicated than that. And if you ate, this is the other example I always give. If you had two different um, people and say one person for a whole month, they ate nothing but, you know, a chicken breast and broccoli and avocado and some brown rice. That's what they had every single day, you know, 2000 calories a day for an entire month. Another person ate nothing but like, you know, Skittles and gummy bears. Like same amount of calories. Say they both have 2000 calories a day. At the end of the month, who's going to who's going to look different? Who's going <laughs> to feel different? You know, there there's there's more to our food than just calories. There's there's macronutrients, there's micronutrients, there's vitamins, there's minerals, there's so many different things. There's your mindset. There's even studies that show that what you think you're going to eat affects how you actually process the energy and how it is stored in your body. So, do not fall into the trap of calorie counting. There's much better ways to to gauge and really just kind of honestly just go by how you feel. Eat something, how does that make me feel? And just be really curious about the process. There is no one size fits all approach. It is really about finding what works for you and then just kind of tweaking that as you go. And seeing all of that is kind of this amazing, cool journey and a great way to learn about yourself and learn about what works for your body instead of someone else telling you to like count every calorie down. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> yeah, thank you. And you know, there's thank just you. so so much misinformation out there, whether it's from um, things like diet sodas or whether it's, um, you know, like there's all these articles coming about, out about how juice and how like cow's milk isn't nearly as healthy as people think. And there's just so much, so much misinformation that we need to combat so that we can, you know, help get people in this mindset that, you know, just doing things that you might hear on the news about being healthy isn't necessarily the right way to go. You know, I like how you were saying that kind of what works for you, like take a bite of something, see how it makes you feel. I really like that. And so I wanted to ask you then, how exactly do you suggest starting something? Like whether it's starting to lose weight or anything like that, how do you suggest going about start? Yeah, so I think a really great way is just to become really self-aware. So a really great thing you can do is just, you know, start taking notes like, what did I eat for breakfast? Um, it doesn't have to be like I had exactly like one cup of this. It can be like I had, you know, Cheerios and milk. Um, and then a few hours later, I had something else, you know, just kind of write it down. And then also just write down as you eat, how hungry were you before you ate? And I like to do it on a scale of one to 10, one being like, I'm gonna, you know, I want to eat my arm off 10 being like (laughs) I had five Thanksgivings. Okay. So, um, just write down kind of where you are, how hungry you are before you ate, and then how full you are when you stopped and try to make your, your goal for all of that. Um, kind of like eating when you're like a three or four. So you're getting hungry, but you still, um, have a little bit of self-control because when you get too hungry, you know how easy it, you're like, well, give me a cow, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, um, you get hangry, um, and then try to stop eating when you're around a six or a seven. Um, so you're full and you're satisfied, but you still feel energized. You don't feel, you know, like heavy or like you just want to take a nap. So, and just, and that just, that just varies. That can just kind of be your, your practice. Just be really mindful with it. And, um, 
And again, just just kind of just write it all down and just see how it feels and just tweak it. Um, it doesn't have to be anything that's hard and fast. I, and I've also cautioned people that if they have gone down the path of extreme calorie counting or done the dieting thing where they've like never, you know, like I'm never going to eat this again or I'm only going to eat this, that kind of yo-yo dieting kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, extreme dieting, like yeah. definitely uh, think about, you know, are there some labels? Like if you have a, if you have a food intolerance, then obviously that's a different situation or a food yeah. allergy. But for for other foods that you kind of think are bad or good, go deeper into that. Like, does that then mean that you're not good? Or you're bad if you eat a bad food. Like, try not to moralize your food as much as much as you can. Or if you are, just just see why you're doing that and try to go a little bit deeper and try to break some of those patterns. Absolutely. Well, you know, thank you, Jennifer, for this amazing segment and all of this information. I've yeah, there, I've gone down that that calorie counting path, and it's it's really reassuring to hear all of this information about why you shouldn't go there and why you should focus on your intuition. We are out of time for this segment, but we're definitely going to be continuing our conversation in the next uh, audience. Check out Jennifer's work at fitbottomedgirls.com and at fitbottomedgirl on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest, and at fitbottomedgirls on Facebook audience be sure to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos descriptions links blogs and more i'm brigitte gia and i'm joven hundle listen to jennifer's podcast on itunes and wherever else you get podcasts visit https colon slash slash fitbottomgirls.com slash podcast it's not too late to also make a tax deductible donation for last year to be the star you are and express yourself Please also visit our charity site at bethestarur.org and stay right here as we continue our discussion on the gift of appreciation. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, You've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. We're staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte Gia, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. For this edition of Express Yourself, we are continuing a lively discussion on our theme, the gift of appreciation. And I'm Joven Hundle. 
Back with us, back with us in this segment is star guest Jennifer Walters, CEO of Fit Bottomed World and co-host of the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. And here's a little bit more about this helpful and wonderful podcast. Hosted and produced by Margot Donahue alongside Fit Bottom Girls Jen and Kristen, the Fit Bottom Girls podcast not only helps you keep a lid on the junk in your trunk, but it also helps you inspire also helps inspire you to live a happy, healthier life full of confidence. In each episode, the Fit Bottom Girls share sometimes hilarious, sometimes touching personal experiences and tips. Plus, they chat with the best experts in food, health, nutrition, meditation, fitness, and more. We're talking people like Bob Harper, Julian Michaels, and Mary Lou Retton. And if you have been looking for a podcast that will make you laugh as well as you learn a little bit more about yourself, well then welcome to the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. And with that awesome description, uh, let's bring Jennifer back onto the show. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Hey, so do you want to talk about a little more about your new podcast? So you recently started this podcast. Uh, how's that been like? Oh, my gosh. The podcast has been so fun. And I have to say, we have one of our writers from FitBottomGirls.com, Margo. She is the one. She's our host and producer. And she came to my business partner, uh, Kristen, and I. Uh, gosh, about a year and a half ago. And she said, guys, we, we should really get together and do a podcast. And we're like, uh, we don't know. We kind of do like the writing thing. Like we write, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if people are really going to want to hear us just like talk. What are we going to do on the, you know, what are we going to do on a podcast? And so after like months, she was like, no, it'd be a great idea. We're finally like, okay, if you, as long as you know how to do the recording and all that sort of stuff, and we just have to show up and talk, then we will. Um, <laughs> And so we started it and um, our podcast is set up so that we do like a little bit, like a 10, 15 minutes of just um, myself, Kristen, and then Margo and I just talking about different stuff. And then we bring on a guest and the guests that we have are just, uh, they like every single podcast episode we do, we get off and I'm like, that was really good. I learned something. <laughs> so it, it's just like selfishly, it's a really fun way for me to get to talk to people that I admire um, and <laughs> ask them like just stuff that I want to ask. And people seem to be interested in that as well. But it has just been, it's been a learning experience. It has been so fun. And it's been a really fun way to uh, much like, you know, your guys' show is just have really authentic, real conversations you know so there's no everyone we have just that's come on we just have a really great personable time and everyone leaves with good information and great tips and the world's like a happier place because of it (laughs) absolutely I think uh, I I love discussing exactly on the radio and on podcasts and just speaking with people and that that connection that you make is so is really it's, it's weird because you never see them face to face but then it's this it's this conversation that you have that really just connects you with your guests. And uh, yeah, I, I can definitely relate. I think that's brilliant. Definitely. And so I, I want to know, Jennifer, actually, you know, talking to these people, these, these you know, nutrition, nutritionists, these health experts, and you know, they seem like perfect beings sometimes from, from a normal point of view. And, you know, in, in talking to them, have you learned that maybe do they have breaking points or do they sometimes lose control or are they always on top of their game? Like how, how do they do it? <laughs> Man, I would say every single people are people, you know what I mean? Um, people are people ever. We're all kind of like the same in so many ways. Um, the, so 
okay, I have two different thoughts. Um, and I will say anyone, everyone that we've had on the show, like the the biggest, like most famous people we've had, like uh, we had like the supermodel Molly Sims on and Mary Lou Retton oh, and um, <laughs> Bob, you mentioned Bob Harper and Jillian Michaels and, and all of them, and every single one of them mentioned some of their struggles, mentioned how they had overcome things. Um, with Jillian Michaels, she was like a new mom and was trying to like, you know, balance her career and her ambition with still wanting to be there for her kids and her family. Um, with Bob Harper, he had a heart attack, um, you know, around the, around this time last year. He, he like actually like died and they brought him back to life. Um, so mm-hmm. he's trying, he's learning how to trust his heart again, literally, like those are the words, trust yeah. his heart. Um, after that experience, Mary Lou Retton, oh. you know, she was small and wasn't taken seriously and had, you know, um, is, is, is still perfecting her confidence level. And she's, you know, I mean, she's like such a crazy Olympian. You know? I know. <laughs> Molly Sims, supermodel, like one of the original, like super, super, supermodels, body, co- you know, body confidence and body image issues. And all of this stuff that we talk about is just so, um, it's so, it's so real. It's so pre- prevalent. And some of the most interesting stuff I found with, especially a lot of the um, fitness trainers that we've talked to is that they really have in their past felt a lot of pressure to look a certain way. And, and I, I felt, I, I have felt this way as a fitness professional myself is that you have to feel like you have to look a certain way in order to give health advice. And that becomes a really tricky area to navigate because you do want to sell, you know, your services and market yourself in a way that is like, hey, look what, you know, look at the body you can have. But sometimes the means that it takes to get that body is a step farther than what is actually healthy. And so we've had some really cool conversations with um, women and girls who have done things like, you know, fitness competitions and bikini competitions and giving an inside look as to what all of those images really take. And they've flat out said, you know, when I looked like, you know, this, when I was competing, I wasn't healthy. I wasn't eating. I wasn't able to have, you know, a single bite of a brownie for like months. Um, so it's really cool. They just tell it like it is, but yeah, we're all human. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's just a breath of relief because it's, yeah, it's, you see all these people and they, they look like they've got it all, but I think, yeah, thank you. That is, that's a good, uh, good thought to keep in mind <laughs> when, when you're looking at the mirror and you think, oh man, I wish I could look like that. But everybody, everybody has bites of those brownies. Everybody, everybody yep. has their struggles. Well, that, that's absolutely amazing though, that you're able to talk with all of these amazing people and you know, learn their stories and their personal struggles. And I, I, man, (laughs) talking to you too, because, you know, you're, you're a fitness professional and you have all of this knowledge and it's so far throughout the show, it's been, it's been really nice to know that, you know, there's, there's a way other than counting calories. There's a way other than uh, having to look stick thin and having to keep this image, uh, this specific body type. And uh, on that subject matter, I, I wanted to ask, you know, um, what do you think about, the, you know, being muscular versus being what, uh, you know, magazines kind of promote more? Like, should, is it healthier to keep a, a thicker muscular frame or is it healthier to stick to leaner workouts? So that's, that's a really great question because as 
I've been in the industry long enough to kind of see the ideal woman's body. This is in quotation. Um, what we're <laughs> supposed to look like go from extremely thin and kind of wafy to now I'm seeing more images that are like, you know, you have the muscle and strong as the new skinny is kind of the phrase saying over and over and over again. Um, I think really both ends of the spectrum are, are, or ends of the spectrum. You know what I mean? I think the healthiness lies in in between. Some some of us are just more prone to put on muscle than others. Some of us are just prone to be thinner. We're all, you know, have different genetic backgrounds and makeups and everything. Um, I think muscle is awesome <laughs> for anyone. Um, I myself, I can put on muscle pretty easily. I have friends who cannot put on muscle pretty, you know, very easily. They have to work really hard at it. That's just the difference in our genetics. So I have watched society and culture literally from me being like, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't put on muscle so much to now being like, now, now it's cool. Now it's cool that I, I have big biceps. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's just the cultural norm. That's just the body image norm, like shifting. So that's just been really interesting and just a good thing to keep in mind that like it's just kind of, a, you know, trends are trends. What people should really, really focus on, um, uh, guys and girls, is, you know, lift weights. Do not be afraid to pick up the heavy weights. That is going to building muscle is really awesome. When you do that, when you pick up the heavy things, not only are you changing the I mean, the shape of your body, like a pound of fat takes up about the entire space of a grapefruit, while a pound of muscle is like the size of a small orange. So you can think about in terms of, you know, weight and everything, you know, do you want a bunch of grapefruits all over your body or do you want a bunch of oranges <laughs> all over your body? Not to mention that the oranges give you a lot more energy, yeah. take a lot more energy so you can actually eat more food. Mm. Um and they make you moving around and doing stuff around your day awesome. You know what I mean? It, it's easier yeah. to go to the grocery store and carry your groceries. Um, it's easier to, you know, you're better at playing sports. You're stronger. And also, when you challenge yourself to pick up something maybe heavier than you think you can, that does amazing things for your self-confidence and how you view yourself. Because I have found for myself and from all of like uh, our readers and the people that we work with and our podcast listeners and everything is that those aha moments that happen when you do something that you think you can't do, like lift a heavy weight and start mm -hmm. to see changes in your body, it, 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 it transcends the gym. It changes into how you approach, you know, your studies and your career and your relationships and yourself. It, it truly can just boost your confidence. And that's really my favorite part about it. Oh, goodness. Thank goodness. I am um, this this summer. I, I went to the gym, you know, five days a week and I was heavy and doing heavy weights. But my mom, who's, you know, she's on the skinnier side, I think I think they call it an ecto. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, where you have a smaller frame, she said. You know, you're you're looking a little bulky. Like maybe you should you should find smaller workouts or you know leaner workouts. And I got I got kind of scared of going to the gym and you know building muscle. And I think um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to <laughs> try to do that. You know, get stronger. I think. Yeah, you just do you, man. Like, and if you enjoy <laughs> it, that's the that's the number one thing with exercise and workouts is just find something you enjoy. That's that's the number one thing. So if you like going to the gym and you like lifting the heavy stuff, do it. Okay, thank you, <laughs> thank you for the book. Yes. I will 
I will try to, <laughs> I will get out there once more. <laughs> and, you know, taking this conversation a bit broad for a second, you know, just going on your website and listening to how passionate you are in this conversation, you know, it's really obvious to see how much you kind of love your job and what you're doing. And so I wanted to ask then, do you have any advice, just kind of general advice for um, young people and teenagers of any age about maybe going into what they want as a career? Oh, yeah. Um, That is a great question, too. Um, So, yeah, get your education, but really (laughs) listen to... It's, it's so cheesy, but like, seriously, listen to your heart. You know, those those little voices that kind of come in um, all, all the time that are kind of like, man, I really kind of want to do this, or I really wish I tried this, or I'm kind of interested in this. Like, go with where your passion is. Not that you have to 100% do your passion for a living, but we we live, we live in a time where you very much can. I literally... Went to school and got my college degree and my master's degree and stuff that I don't even, I mean, I use, but like what I'm doing now didn't exist when I was in college. So be really, really open and gutsy for following Mm -hmm. your dream. And that may not, like other people might not see it, Um. But if you feel in your heart that it's the right move, then you do it. And you can do so many things on your own that you can just try. Like online, you can, you know, you can start a website, you can start a podcast, you can start social media accounts, you can get your message out there, you can create a following, you can create an email list. And it it, it really doesn't even take like that much money. It just takes your time. And I think your authenticity in your heart, like that's what kind of stands out in the world today, um, no matter what you do. So whether you go out on your own or you go into, you know, another company or do something else, like just be you. And absolutely. I think that's that's a perfect message to end this segment on. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for this fantastic conversation. I've learned so much, gained so much confidence in this show. Uh, unfortunately, we are out of time. Uh, audience, make sure to learn more about Jennifer and her work at fitbottomedgirls.com and at fitbottomedgirl on Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest and at fitbottomedgirls on Facebook. Uh, During the break, be sure to also check out our 501c3 literacy and positive media charity at bethestarur.org. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Joven Hundel. Also listen to Jennifer's podcast on iTunes and wherever else you get podcasts. Visit fitbottomgirls.com slash podcast. Uh, be sure to also visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. And when we come back, we'll be continuing our conversation on the gift of appreciation. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Jovan Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today's hour is all about the gift of appreciation. And I'm Brigitte Gia. In this last segment, we'll be reading another great chapter from Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference by Cynthia Bryan on the Gift of Appreciation. So here we go. Gift of Appreciation by Cynthia Bryan. A Porsche. Economics professor at my son's college was astonished when one of his former students gave him a brand new sports car. The professor had always told his students that one day what they were learning in his class would help them succeed. And when you become a millionaire, he would joke, don't forget me, uh, don't forget to buy me a Porsche. (laughs) (laughs) Ten years later, one of those students came back for a visit and presented his teacher with that Porsche. The the student had used what he had learned to become one of the new technology millionaires. He never forgot the inspiration of his favorite professor and wanted to show his appreciation in an unexpected way. As cheerleading captain at her high school, my daughter Heather volunteered her squad to cheer at the Wheelchair Olympics. The incredible athleticism of these courageous men and women thrilled her. And after a few minutes of competition, she no longer noticed that they were in wheelchairs. The competitors, in turn, were touched that a group of high school students wanted to cheer for them. They showered the girls with appreciation, compliments, and lots of smiles, far more accolades than the girls had ever received from their own school teams. The squad decided to continue as official cheerleaders for as many wheelchair events as possible. Appreciation made the difference by making each girl feel special. Every day when I wake up, I take a few minutes to say a prayer of appreciation for simple things, starting with being alive working in my garden, laughing with my children, holding hands with my husband, and cleaning out my barn, all are simple things that I appreciate greatly. We are on this planet for such a short period of time. We can curse the darkness, or we can give thanks for the light. Appreciate the roosters crowing in the morning, or the rumble of traffic and the bulbs pushing up from the winter snow, or the rainwashed sidewalk. Appreciate hot water for a bath, a stranger smile, even the broccoli for dinner. Appreciate the challenges and criticism that encourage growth and discovery. Appreciate the quiet moments that refresh. We are all gifts to the universe, and we only have this lifetime. Live in each moment. Cherish each moment. Appreciate each moment. All right, and now we have an exercise on the gift of appreciation, which is called Be a Gift. When you appreciate a group of people, what are your first sensations? Are you afraid they may not like or want to be with you? Do you think that you are not good enough? Are you assailed by other negative thoughts? Stop. You are always enough and you are a gift. But how can you convey this message to all those staring faces? By regarding every one of them as a gift to you. Believe that people are waiting to make a contract with you. They want and need you in their life. Once you believe this, your body language will convey the gift of you. Create joy in your life this minute. Perform a random act of kindness and appreciate the little things the universe offers. Oh man, that was <laughs> that was a very very good chapter, and I think uh, the center central message that Cynthia, you know, tries to tries to convey to her audience is definitely one that rings true. 
want to appreciate the little things. You want to appreciate uh, what you can in life. And it's the appreciation that makes life worth living. And so, Jovin, uh, I want to ask, you know, is there any small thing that stands out maybe in your everyday routine or your everyday life uh, that you are appreciative of? Yeah, so, you know, it's anything, whether it's something small like... um my mom making breakfast for myself as well as herself, or whether it's walking into first period and sometimes my first period teacher, um, she's actually done this once about a week ago. She had hot chocolate waiting for us. Oh, amazing surprise. <laughs> just little things like that, that, you know, just kind of brighten your day. It might not result in anything like tangible that, oh, this right here is going to advance you in life. Boom, there you go. <laughs> it's nothing like that, but it's just small things that might happen all around around you, you know, those are the things that really kind of define us and get us places. Absolutely. And I think, um, yeah, that definitely rings true where you'll have these bigger points in your life that are maybe, maybe some people will call them turning points or, you know, defining moments of your life. But then your real, your real existence is just shaped by all of these small things that people do for you or that happen to you every day. And those are the things that I think actually stand out more. Uh, one, one instance in my, my life that I think about is um, my French teacher. I think I just thought of it, actually, because you mentioned that your teacher, um, <laughs> you know, makes hot chocolate uh, every, every once in a while. And my French teacher, actually, last year, I had first period uh, French class. And he would make us coffee in the morning. It'd just be black coffee with a little bit of sugar. And before that, I didn't didn't really like black coffee. I had to take it with a lot of milk and sugar. And, you know, I had to get one of those Starbucks drinks that has a lot of whipped cream to be able to take the taste of coffee. (laughs) Uh, But I think uh, the first time he made it, I couldn't exactly finish the whole cup, but I didn't want his gesture to kind of, you know, the thought to go to waste. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to finish as much of this coffee as I can because... I appreciate his doing so. I appreciate his taking time out of his morning to, you know, boil some water and, you know, take his French press out and make this coffee for us. Yeah. And I think, you know, the best way to kind of thank someone for doing something like that is to do something small for them or to anybody, just kind of Mm -hmm. continuing that action. So you have, you know, like this domino effect, everybody kind of doing (laughs) nice things for each other and making that, you know, kind of a regular occurrence. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, nowadays in in our current state, in the status quo, we have a lot of this, you know, this hatred going on, this gridlock, this fighting between two sides, especially in America and in other, you know, in other places around the world, we see more of an isolationist path of thought uh, coming to light that people, people are starting to draw away from each other. And I think especially now we do need that appreciation. We do need to make sure that this domino effect keeps going, uh, that we give back to those who have given to us uh, so that we can continue the cycle. And I think bringing it back to your chapter, Jovan, uh, at the beginning of the show, um, what you said then as well was definitely really relevant now in that it's just something that keeps going through each generation as well. You know, your grandparents uh, work to ensure that you have a better life and that your parents have a better life. And then you bring that onwards and uh, so that 
people around you will be affected by, you know, indirectly their their generosity and you know, you're appreciating them and the people around you are appreciating you and it keeps going. Yeah, it's a domino effect and a snowball, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so thank you so much, Prajit, for this enlightening discussion. However, it is time to say farewell. We give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our voice engineer, A-Rod. Uh, thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Jovan Hundle. And I'm Brigitte Gia. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to btsya.org and our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, show appreciation for yourself and others, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself